Welcome to Popcorn, the life of Mode 9. I was like given a choice whether I'll do some construction work because yeah, I got really good grades. I got really good grades, Bidapoli, HND, building technology. I got I got good grades. So I could have worked at uh, any construction company in Abuja. If I'd done constructions, construction was actually booming in Abuja. It still is. You know, good money, but I was like, yo, follow your dream, follow your dream. So um I said I wanted a rap. And uh that's where I uh started uh recording my album, finished the album, but you know things were happening here and there. Six Foot Plus's album came out, Terry the Rap Man's album came out. We were the first people to have it in uh, these little uh, paper jackets we were the first people to do that so Lodi traveled to France and he did that so uh, we I was in Abuja at that time after school I was in Abuja then um, trying to do the SWAT route thing trying to record stuff for my album we were basically just doing little shows here and there shot a video for it's about to get ugly shout out to Blast rest in peace Blast well, I went to Cairo that's a G Links studio and we shot some some parts in the uh, in G Links' basement, his basement, Orisuna Basement Studios. And then it was me, me, Mr. Baron, yeah, Mr. Baron, me and Baron, we made that trip to Cairo with the cameras and everything. And then um, TK, shout out to TK, my, my barber TK, he's a really good dude. I met him through LD. He was hanging with us at that time. And then I just said, hey, TK, you're gonna be in my video. All I want you to do is just say, Mode 9. Mode 9, Mode 9, Mode 9. And we filmed him doing that. Then Rooklyn, Rooklyn didn't follow us, so we just shot Rooklyn and Six Foot Plus. It was just chop, chop here and there, and then we'll go to the editor. Shout out to Dickball. Dickball edited uh, It's About to Get Ugly. I went to the guy, and I told him, we're going to edit this video. Paid him. So Lodi had already dropped the budget and everything. Paid Dickball. And uh, he started editing at that time, we don't just give the guy, to, you know, money and then he shoots and then he edits and then he now calls us, we come and see or send it to your phone. Or nope. We will actually sit down with the guy and say, cut this hair, cut this hair, cut this. You sit down for hours. It was tedious. But when we finished that video and people watched it, they were like, wow. And uh, Groovoids was a, it was a program MBI, Groovoids, it was popping, a music program. We had people like Tipsy Dog, people like Ivory, people like Blue, people like Elfrida. They were the hosts of that show, so they gave my video a lot of airplay. They played my video a lot. Also, uh, Emmanuel Uguli, so he too did a lot of hookups for us. He gave my video to Kenny Ogungbe. So I remember going to Lagos with uh, Six Foot Plus, and uh, I think we met we met Kenny, and Kenny was like, "Yo, I like that your song." I was like, I felt he was the last person to show me that much love. That is why a lot of people wonder why at that time 
why did a mode nine this certain people the reason was you see yeah we used to make fun of them in that like <laughs> at home you know just joking around making fun but to go and do a song to go and diss someone you don't know i, I didn't know these guys even though they say yes hip-hop is confrontational you have to do this but we were in nigeria people were just trying to eat the game was wide open man and i just felt that in order for you to prove that you are the best just do something epic and let the people decide so i didn't have time to you know go against any of these guys even though we used to make jokes about them <laughs> i'm not gonna lie well um meeting kenny kenny showed me a lot of love so i had nothing but love for kenny and d1 i'm not even gonna lie I didn't really care what people said about them. A lot of people said, oh, they did this, they did that. But Kenny played my music and he did not ask me for nothing. He played my music on radio. He played my video on his TV show. So yeah, uh, me and Six, we went to, we went to uh, Ray Power. <laughs> Let me tell you one funny thing that happened when we went to Ray Power uh, radio station. Now we got there. Hey, it's what rude boys from Abuja. <laughs> We just landed, we just came out with our t-shirt, Swaru, then the woman in charge of the videos at uh, Ray Power. It wasn't Ray Power, is it? Uh, their TV station though, I've forgotten. Yeah, the, the woman in charge of the video, she just looked at all of us, yeah, welcome, welcome, Abuja boys, welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. So we dropped, said, what, what do you have for us? Then we just gave that, we gave her the, the videos, we gave her the videos, we gave her the, the, the promo CDs that we did in Abuja, nicely packaged promo CDs that Chooks, shout out to Chooks. Chooks did the design for everything. And then we gave the woman, do you know the, the woman that asked us? <laughs> Me, six foot plus, I think Terry, was Terry? I'm not sure if Terry was there. Maybe Terry or Odie, maybe uh, Rooklyn was with us. She now said, Eh-heh. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. is, is this all? What about the needle? <laughs> what about the needle? Six Supers was like, ah, what needle? The needle that we are going to use to sew the clots now. <laughs> and we didn't know that the needle was the payola. We didn't know that then. So, so no needle. I was still confused, like, what? See, Six Supers, eh, there's, there's no clues here now. So, what do you mean by needle? <laughs> Then we just realized, oh, they're asking for money. But we're like, yo, we were not giving money to give you. We didn't know that it was like that, for real. Like, innocently, we just thought that people would just feel us, would just go to Lagos, and they'll love us because uh, MBI had been playing our music. We were getting a lot of airplay on MBI and, you know, raising eyebrows. Shout out to Joker, DJT Joker. Then she was working with Music Africa, and yeah, she was giving us a lot of hype. She left MBI to Music Africa, and she was giving us a lot of hype then. So we didn't know that, you know, you have to actually drop something. You have to drop something in order for it to be popping. And uh, we ended up leaving the material there, but we left. I, I don't know if they, I didn't check to see if they played it. Uh, they gave, they showed us love, but we just left it. They were like, ah, whatever. And we went home and we went back to Abuja. And that's how I knew that, yes, in order for you to get 
popular and popping in Lagos, you have to spend that dough. You have to drop that money. It's a big money thing. So we went back to Abuja, you know, back to the basics, back to recording, doing different things and trying to get shows. There was a show that we went to. Uh, this show was in Mina. I schooled in Bida and I had... Uh, gone to Mina to perform several times like while I was in school there was a show in Mina we went there and they had this big auditorium their school, their school was uh, Foot Mina that's a uh, Federal University of Technology Mina it was way better than Bidapoli they had a nice auditorium it was me too crucial some of the baddest guys in Bida and the hottest chicks who just jump in a bus it's a one-hour one drive from Bida. We'll go to Mina and go and perform and, and kill the show and them. They'll be like, whoa, whoa. But, you know, when you're going to rival people's territory, man, you might not get shown love 100%. So my first partner, my first rapping partner was called uh, Too Crucial, Patrick. He was a good guy. He taught me one very important thing about performance. He was this kind of guy that we have to rehearse and get the stage act. We have to get it right. We have to do certain things to make the crowd just go crazy, like almost like a choreography, you know, almost, you know, do some certain things, you know. I was like, man, we're rappers, man. We don't need that. He was like, no, 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 we do. We have to be different. So I remember us going to um, Mina to perform, and there was this beat that we rapped on, Madism, KRS-One, and what they call these guys again. All I get is Madism, Channel Live. Channel Live and KRS-One, Madism. We had that beat, that instrumental on the tape. We also had... Um, uh, it's the curiosity at Aaron Hall and uh, Redman, that instrumental. So we were like, yeah, we're going to kill it. So now we jumps on stage and they play the first one. We're rapping, you know, back to back rapping. My middle name is Versus Alan, stand on top of the bar. Now, if you want to know why, check out my style. When I'm trick treating your heroes, get up, beating up seven with rhymes that they all turn out to be weaklings, which they really are. They won't go far, but I stuck them, walk them, fuck them real hard, G. Before they just the beat, I Don't ask me how I remember that. <laughs> That's so old, man. <laughs> so we did, we had a routine we did when we uh, did perform that one, that he he will stand behind me and I'll be rapping. My middle name is Versus Alan Sabadabada. And I'll just give him the mic. I'll put the mic to my left and he will just jump up for the left. Stop. Now, if you want to know why, check out my... I'll put it to the right. Then it goes... Ah! It was crazy. It was crazy. But these people, right, they were hell-bent on showing us no type of love. So we did that. And I know too crucial, he's very sensitive when it comes to things like that. They are supposed to, by default, they are supposed to go wild, but they weren't trying to fill us. And guess what they started doing? They started booing, boo, boo. But as a performer, this is where I learned how to have, you have to have thick skin. You have to have heart when you're performing. It is no joke. Don't let the crowd get to you. Sometimes you're doing the right thing. They just want to hate. So 
we were performing and they weren't really feeling us. They blew up a condom. <laughs> blew the condom up and they were playing with the condom. They were just hitting it from here to here. So one of our guys, shout out to Deji Ogunusi. One of the Ogunusi boys, man. <laughs> this is the first guy that fed me weed <laughs> in beans and I, he made me sleep for a long time, man. Crazy boy. So he just went. And he had a little, he had a key, a bunch of keys. I think he had something like a, a knife in the keys, a bunch of keys. So he went and he found out where the thing was, where they were, you know, playing water polo with the condom, blown up condom. He just went there and he bursted it. Bah! So our students were like on top. They were on, on top of the, uh, at the top of the auditorium. You know, he goes down, he slants down. And when he bursted, bah! everybody was like, hey! So we continued performing. And then when we hit the Aaron Hall, Red Man instrumental, see, they, the, the, the Mina students, they couldn't hold it anymore. They had to show love. They couldn't hold it anymore. They started screaming. And when we finished, we're now climbing up to where our people were. And then some guys wanted to shake. Well, me being the person I am, I know, no hard feelings. I shook some of them. Try to shake too crucial too crucial just looked at the guy's hand and hit it away man get out of here man i ain't shaking you so yeah man we did shows man we learned the hard way that's why when i see people on stage acting really lazy rappers these days miming their songs playing and like playing the whole song and then just karaoke in it uh, i'm like nah that don't work for me man it don't work it won't work for me so i guess it's just a learning process, you know, a learning process. You have to keep on grinding, working hard on the art form. And yes, some people say fake it till you make it, but just try to do something real. Fake it a little bit, but be real. Cypress Hill. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. We're just trading stories. Peace.